I swear the feeling is amazing My words is I'm here Misty eyed, my mother cried for me Devout Christian, she would never even lie for me Raised by the fades of Jesus and janky niggas And never fraternized with angry bitches Long road from on that bus stop with his arms fold I even beat the statistics by like plus four The dirty 30 but my crew are now Diamond lane, it's a shoein' now We on the upper, what you doing now? Never worried about what they doing now I was trying to be nice, my crew like, wow It's my destiny to do it now Most of my niggas in them projects like Cuckoo Cow Foul I swear the feeling is amazing I swear the feeling is amazing Hello and welcome to Real Matters of the Heart. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Joy, and I have with me a very special guest, as always, every week. And what you were listening to on the intro was a song off of one of his latest projects, Off the Porch, called Amazing. One of my favorite songs of ever, really, but particularly off that album. And so I want to give you all a sample of that. Um, I am here right now with Mr. Terrence, a.k.a. Bad Luck Harden. Am I supposed to give you a government name That's like totally that? That's totally fine. Oh, okay. I love my name. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to be like, oh, no, wait a minute. No, that's totally fine. Okay, cool. So we got Mr. Bad Luck in here. And I want to just say before we get started, on on, on today, this morning, I logged into Facebook. And uh, the first thing I saw was that Terrence and I have been friends on Facebook, at least, for uh, seven years on today. So happy friend anniversary is what Facebook says. Yeah, happy friend anniversary. That's new. Okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Happy friend anniversary! And so, because I'm Joy, and that's just what I do, I went ahead and looked up the number seven. Of course, I've known Terrence longer than that. We go back to high school, but according to Facebook, it's been seven years. And so, I looked at the number seven, and I found out some very interesting things that I think are pretty accurate. Um, so, let's start with the numerology meaning of the number seven. Positive characteristics are that seven isn't just a lucky number; it's also spiritual, intelligent, analytical, focused, introspective, studious, intuitive, knowledgeable contemplative, serious, persevering, refined, gracious, and displays much inner wisdom. Now, I don't know if y'all have been listening to the podcast every week, but uh, I'm going to have to pop my own collar on that because I feel like that's me all the way. And if I've known Terrence, um, like I say I do over all these years, I would say that that's a pretty good description of him as well. What do you think? I think it's perfect. Okay. I think it's super dope. <laughs> I mean, if it's super dope and we're super right. dope, then I mean, duh. I think it's on, on point. So I found another description or another definition of the number seven. And it says that the number seven is a seeker, a thinker, and a searcher of the truth with a capital T. That doesn't take anything at face value. It is always trying to understand the underlying hidden truths. And the number seven knows that nothing is exactly as it seems. And that reality is often hidden behind illusions. Which again, if you follow myself or Bad Luck on social media or any other way, then I think you would agree that that's pretty much how we approach life. That 
you might be saying one thing, but you probably, even if you don't even know it, mm-hmm. mean something totally different. And I'm going to see all of that. And, I, and I've always been the type to, you couldn't just tell me anything, no matter no matter your position, class, whatever. You know, I've always questioned everything. But I was taught to question everything. And, and not only that, it, it, I always felt like I got, um, well, over the years I've learned through reading different things and talking to different people, um, I have this connection I have this connection with my ancestors that sometimes people would know, people will feel it, but not right. exactly know what it is. Really, is what I'm saying. Right. But you know, sometimes you have people that hear to uh, a vibe or right. I man, I was I was spiritual. I felt that you know, what yeah. I mean? but it's all kind of like the same energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is, is stuff don't feel right. Like when I hear it or when I see it, no matter who it's coming from, like right. whether this professor or whatever, I'm like, wait, that don't feel right. Right. Though. You know right. what I mean? And and and. and and the way I live my life, I, I try to line my life up with truth and love and, and, and uh, kind of like, you know, and like, just like this balance, like I said, my, like kind of like this balance. And when you're aligned with that and something doesn't sit right with you, then that means something's wrong. I just usually go, well, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's actually perfect. Hit the nail on the coffin right there because hit the nail on the head right there because that's how I feel my whole entire life. And that's before I... This is before school. This is before life, real life experiences. Yeah, yeah. It just things hit deep with me, and I'm like, "Yo, something wrong with that, or that ain't right." Mm-hmm. Question that shit. You know what I mean? And you know what? I think I think if we're gonna just take it to the spiritual route, because you know, there's also the number seven. Biblically, means the, the number of completion. There's a lot of reference. Right. Most notably, I think people say on the seventh day he rested, which was right. kind of like the. To signify that it was complete, that his creation, mm-hmm. God's creation of the earth, people and everything about it was complete. Mm-hmm. So there's also a spiritual element to the number seven that I would like to um, reference in this moment, which is to say that if we are created in his, in his divine spirit and, and we are to be extensions or we are actually, in fact, manifestations of God in the physical realm, then that would mean that if his spirit resides in us, then we have that intuitive kind of connection to what is his truth or what is the truth of whatever divine source or being or entity you may believe in. And so I think when people say things like something told me, you know, we hear that a lot, like something told me not to do that. And it's like, yeah, the something, the quote unquote, something that you're referring to is that spiritual connection that you have, even if you don't necessarily acknowledge it as that, that's what it is. And it's Mm -hmm. there to protect us, is there to guide us, is there to show us. Um, And ultimately, because we are placed here for a particular reason, um, it's just kind of bringing us always back to that path because mm-hmm. we do stray. We make decisions, yeah. things influence us. Like you said, we enter school or mm-hmm. certain other ideo- um, ideologies and institutions start to pull us in different directions. But we have this divine connection to spirit um, that we are in tune with. Right. And it's, it's up yeah. to us whether or not we choose to hear from it, listen to it, and, and heed it. But it's mm-hmm. definitely there. So and, for sure. And that's the key. I was going to say um, it's... It's there, and, and and I will say this, and you know, I decide just how I feel. <laughs> um, for my people, for our people, I, it's there. Absolutely, I don't believe that for everyone. Okay, um, just what I believe. Um, and and even even if it's there, you still have to tap in. Absolutely, like like you were saying, you have to because you don't be to be apart from it, you can't see all that. I'll, I'll explain it like this. I'll, I'll look at it like this. So, if you have a house, you just move into this house. And you move to the house, house looks nice, everything's cool, it's fine. You've been living in the house for years, no problems, house is nice, everything's cool. And you go your day by day, in and out the house all day, you know, everything's sweet, everything's uh, sunshine and candy, right? <laughs> the day I tell you that 
you know somebody died in that house and it's been reported that it's probably haunted. Right. The day I tell you that, your mind starts clicking into areas that you don't necessarily supposed to play in. Right. Now you heard something right, last right, night. Right, 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 Or now you could have swore you've seen a shadow somewhere <laughs> right. or whatever. And whether it was real or not, that's the thing. Right. Like, because you may be connecting to something that's a little deeper than you can see. That's, that's, the, that's the under the surface part. Right, right. Because... I'm not here to tell you you didn't see a shadow. Maybe you, the hell you did. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but you didn't notice that until it's like babies. Yeah. Like I've I've heard stories of my my um, my um, my homegirl Nicole, her son, baby Marcus, was sitting at the dinner table and his father had died uh, tragically some gang shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he was sitting at the dinner table. He started talking, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Who are you talking to?" He said, I'm talking to Daddy. He said, "What you mean talking to Daddy?" He said, "He's sitting right here." Yeah. Like how does she tell him he's crazy or a liar when kids are more so like. They're not connected to none of this. I mean, they're, they're connected not tainted. to it all, they're, but they're not, not tainted by tainted. Yeah. So their view is a little broader, and the things they see, they don't just see TV or wall or whatever. Yeah. They see it all, like the full picture. Well, the thing is, is because they're not tainted by this idea of being crazy mm-hmm. or whatever, um, their their willingness to connect to that is exactly. really much more apparent. Because if I'm a grown adult and you know I see this figure that we would call a spirit or a ghost or whatever, but I know this person is not here any longer yeah. in the physical realm then I might see him or her mm-hmm. and write it off like no you tripping because right. I know in my mind quote unquote that I'm not supposed to see this right because they're not there in real life quote because unquote. the world tells you it's yeah, not real exactly that right but as a child I don't necessarily know that I'm not supposed to see this person even because they're no longer here in the physical right. realm right and so if I see them spiritually through my spiritual eye I don't necessarily know to turn it off or shut it off or to not acknowledge right, it. I right. just I'm like that's my dad, right? Yeah, so some people just can't have that. A, type yeah, of information. some people some people can't, right. and that's that's the thing about having your like your schemas and your the way you view the world mm-hmm. challenged mm-hmm. is that you believe it so strongly that when somebody comes and presents something else to you, another perspective, another way of thinking, even if it can make sense according to how they can explain it or whatever. Right. When it is going to cause you to challenge what you have believed and the decisions that you've made based on those beliefs mm-hmm. your whole life, people are ultimately it's just a lot easier to reject it. Right, totally. totally. Because it just it because it cr- creates a dissonance that that then fosters this anxiety that if I don't do something about what I believe and what's actually happening, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go crazy. It's, you know what it is? It's uh, I always. Uh, I use this uh, topic a lot when, when I have, what's crazy is, it's funny, I've been having these conversations lately a lot with different people, different kind of mind frames and, you know, and it's interesting and because I'm searching daily, I'm searching, right? Mm-hmm. I have some answers, nowhere near all, obviously, of right? Of course. And, and, but I'm still confused about a lot of things, right? So the topic of religion comes up all the time mm-hmm. and that's kind of like that conversation. When you add religion to what you just said, right. whatever goes against what I believe in, fight. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And through the base of what religion is based upon, and, and, and when you want to say the organ, the, and, and combine to those four walls of religion and mm-hmm. what the rules are, mm-hmm. you're supposed to fight that. Right. You're supposed to attack it, right? But life isn't necessarily, as far as how I view it, that isn't the way life is supposed to be. Right. Um, there's many things in many life, and I'm not telling people to believe a bunch of different things or or nothing bad about religion. But that was always funny to me how people will fight you to death 
with something. What you what you're afraid of is that it does make sense to you. Mm-hmm. That because if it because sometimes we just write people off as crazy. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, look, he's talking that BS. Mm-hmm. He's talking that bullshit. Nobody, you know, you know that that sounds crazy. But when it doesn't sound crazy to you, you oh no, I don't try to hear that. I don't try to hear that. You know, my faith. Right. You know, which is fine. I, I get that. You know, and mm-hmm. definitely fight for your faith if you believe strongly in something. I rather believe in something positive than something negative. Right. So that's cool. But but that's something's wrong with that too. Well, I think what is wrong with that specifically, and and if I'm thinking of just certain contexts of and having had that conversation myself in mm-hmm. the past about religion. Right. Um <laughs> right. the thing about it is it's less about what the person believes or what they're making their decision, how they're living their lives, mm-hmm. lives according to what they believe. But it's, it's more about do they really know what they believe? That's what it is. And yeah. so for a lot of people, when they feel challenged mm-hmm. by somebody else's differing perspective, it's less about their belief. And it's more about, I'm not even really sure what I believe. Mm-hmm. And so because I have this big question mark already, and then you come in and insert some more question marks about it. Right. But it's right. like this big kind of ball of confusion around something that you're not really even clear about for yourself because either you haven't uh, experienced it mm-hmm. in a very real way that you can interpret as a truth mm-hmm. for you. Um, and it just and it becomes this like this whole other thing. And so right. if we're talking about Christianity, for instance, because I know that's a really hot button topic, particularly in the black community, because there are people who are rejecting right, it and right, all right. these different things right. and all of that. So if we're talking about that, and then you have a bunch of people who are literally willing to go to blows about Christianity and Jesus and the Bible and all these things, but they've not ever had an experience of God as they know him to be Jesus Christ, or they've not ever even just studied the Bible on a very right. surface just for yourself, not waiting to hear what somebody else said about right, it, right. but your own real experience and interpretation of what the word of the Bible says, mm-hmm. if you've not ever done that, and all you know is what somebody has told you about it, mm-hmm. and then you've based your whole life about what somebody else's interpretation of that truth right. is for them, based on their experiences. The very foolish thing to do, right? The very foolish, but also <laughs> probably the most common thing that people do. Right, you're right, you're right. Definitely. So then, now, I'm living my life based on somebody else's interpretation of what the Bible says about their truth, mm-hmm. For their experiences mm-hmm. and who's God has sp- spoken to them and who He has called them to be, they've shared that with me. I've heard that. Now I've lived my life baked around, around that, that, and now you're telling me something that's different from that. And now I'm all the way confused because I'm living off somebody else's truth. Now right. you're inserting your truth. I have no truth of my own as a reference point or <laughs> right, foundation. Right. right. And now everybody, I'm just mad and I want to fight because Jesus. Now trip this, right? <laughs> uh, trip this how you know? Okay, here's the or part. Right? Okay. So, or. <laughs> the or right. I told my mom one time, right. It gets real touchy with my mom a lot of times. My mom goes to bat. Or she's so ready. She comes with the outfit on, like, whatever you want to do. The full armor right, right. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not against you. I just got questions. Right? I got questions. Right. So she's like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> Sword of the spirit. Right. Right. She goes in, right? So it's funny. I watch, I watch, um, I watch the comedic community mm-hmm. argue with Christianity and Muslims tough. And he really like stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They all go to war. Mm-hmm. Well, they all typically go to war, mm-hmm. but mostly comedic and Christians. I, I watch a lot; it's real, real interesting. Mm-hmm. And and the comedics are more so like, look, we have proof. The writings are on the wall. Right, we're here. The, the age has been tested for age, and this is whatever, whatever, whatever. And the, the uh, Christians are like, well, I have faith, and in my book is this, whatever. Now, this is the thing. <laughs> Neither one of us were ever there when none of this was done, right. done up, right? <laughs> thousands of years, <laughs> right? Ago. So many thousands of years, right? right? This book was done, and so many thousands of years, these paintings went up on this wall. So, mm-hmm. 
technically, we truly don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but my thing is this. With some things that make sense to you. Or, you know how sometimes you got to trust your core, your mm -hmm. soul, right? So, I pray, right? And I was having time. I'm going to keep it 1,000 with you. Um, um, uh, reading up and, and, and getting, the, the what's phrase was, the further I went to um, trying to find out who I am. I'm talking about my African self, right? Right. The further I go back to try to find out who I am, um, it gets tricky. And sometimes I hate saying it, but it's just real. I'm, I'll be mm -hmm. lying. No point in me holding in. He knows I'm... I'll be lying. Um, right. The further I go deep, the further it pulls me away from Jesus Christ or uh -huh. the story that is Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And so I struggle with that because I spent my whole life praying, praying to Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ and mm -hmm. looking to Jesus Christ. And even when I pray now, I feel like I, I feel like I'm praying, but do he believe that I believe it's going to him? Do he? Do I believe it? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it's going and to Jesus. He, right. And then if, then if, I, if I remove him from the prayer... Mm -hmm. Now I'm, I'm looking at prayer different. I'm praying different. It sounds weird, like right. And then mm -hmm. and then then I'm like, am I removing him? It, because that's the fear part. Still. And that's the that's the schema part that you have based your whole life on this right. belief. Exactly. And now you have something that's challenging that, and you like, well, wait a minute. Like hold and on. And that's why it's so. Di and that's right. why people go to bat. So my question to you is this: with regard to when you say pulling you away from Jesus Christ, uh -huh. do you mean the story of who he? Was yeah, to be, yeah, the, or the 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 image of who he is created to be in no, our country. The, the image, I know what's up. Like, like, okay. I, 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 yeah, not the image. It's pretty much agreed across. We know what's up. We know what y'all okay. did with that, whatever. Which but is the story of who he the story though mm -hmm. becomes tricky because because now I feel like when I hear certain things, I feel like a kid that was duped. Like I feel like, okay. why would you believe? Like, how did I believe that? Like, how did I believe that that just happened because of Faith, like, like when you when you look at faith in general across the board, mm -hmm. right? It's such an open ended thing. Mm -hmm. Like, and what's so open ended about it is, is that it leaves you with no true answer. It just tells you to believe, right? In anything, have faith in your relationship. Why? Because you love her. You just, that's not good enough. Like, there should be more things to you know what I mean. Right. Or have faith in. So when it comes to spirituality or or this book, um, my. My when I say common sense, my common sense ain't necessarily everybody else's common sense, right? So it's different. I don't like to offend people when I say common sense. Like I only got it, and nobody else got it. Yeah, but the thing is, <clears throat> anyway, the, yeah, that's like that's like a whole right, other, right, like right. Which and it's a point that I'm gonna make in okay. a moment. But okay. go ahead, go ahead. Okay, my common sense tell me certain things that that like that couldn't have happened or that didn't happen. And not only okay, if I base my soul right, mm -hmm. if I put my soul on the line. Give it all to this faith, in, in which in essence is the what I learned from this book, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we talk about the writers or scribes of the Bible, mm -hmm. right? Like, and we talk about who wrote this, which I'm having a whole nother problem with, okay. right? Because uh, um, um, they whites, right, <laughs> never truly did anything for our people at all, all right. whatsoever throughout history to today. Like and, and and just what I so it's just what I believe. So my thing is, why would they give you the greatest thing ever, which is salvation? Like the book Salvation through this through this religion, through spirit. Like they did the most horrific things to us mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Like and then people want to say, and no disrespect, people want to talk about the Holocaust and thing. Nobody has been treated as horrific as the Black American. No, not nobody, at all. not at all. By close, you know. But people try to use that. They try but to use the that. other mm -hmm. part of that too is mm -hmm. that we have to understand. 
whiteness as we understand it today <clears throat> is certainly predated by Christianity. Like we can't right, 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 start right, right, right. the history of the Bible and whiteness as we were introduced to it as African people who, you know, were brought here, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We certainly have to understand that Christianity predates all of that. So our <clears throat> concept of white people and how they are and who they are, mm-hmm. and, and as it relates to how we then um, kind of extrapolate that to connect to our understanding of Christianity in the Bible aren't necessarily um, related. I, I agree, but this is what happens. <clears throat> I agree with what? This, this is what happens. So, um, I don't, my problem is, I don't have, I don't think Christianity predates all of it. Okay. So, so my thing, my thing is, um, I believe we had an idea and a, a spiritual structure, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 and then from, from, an, from an African point of view, we had, Mayat or or the mysteries, right? Mm-hmm. We had the, the 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 as far as as far as I know, mm-hmm. the earliest spiritual system, as far as I know in this world, mm-hmm. as far as I know it, is Mayat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the book of coming up forth by day and by night was uh, which was to, if we want to use the word Bible, mm-hmm. this would be the first on paper, other than like the coffin text and the pyramid text, right? And that was scribed by African scribes, right? Mm-hmm. So after that Bible, <clears throat> here comes the other Bibles. Mm-hmm. The European version came first, and then there, then you get to about fifteen to sixteen before the King James version, mm-hmm. and then that's just a sidebar. Mm-hmm. And then then there's other Bibles that came after that, versions, hundreds and hundreds yeah. of versions of Bibles. The Book of Coming the Fourth by Dan by Night was the first ever book scroll pamphlet, whatever you want to call it, that had the idea of. Uh, uh, one uh, true creator, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> now we got to start doing chronological things with order and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, so just because it's first, don't make it right. Let me just say or that. Or only. Or only, mm-hmm. right? Um, you got to go back to, well, uh, what were they doing? What did they believe in? What, where did what change? What, did anything change? When did, okay, when did uh, Jesus Christ go from black to white? Mm-hmm. When did that happen? And then, right. And then, and then, and then, when the first Bible was scribed, uh, um, what did you take? Like we know you took the for the one true creator. Then we know you took certain stories. What elements with stories? Right. We know that we know. Well, some of us know that um, that the story of Jesus Christ was the story of Horus. Mm-hmm. We know the Horus predates Jesus Christ maybe thirty five hundred years. Mm-hmm. Right. So when that happens, and I say predates in all, I mean predates. Period. Like not a peep about Jesus Christ. The mm-hmm. story of the story of. It predates the Bible. So let's talk about the, it predates right. the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, well, what happened? So what happens is, is I'm having a hard time connecting with um, Christianity back that, or any other religion, or any religion, anyway, organized religion. So what happens is, oh, like I said, but you just said, um, it, just because it's first don't mean it's right. Right. But it's hard to attach to something when I'm like, wait a minute, but how did that happen? That's a derivative of something else. Yeah, even like, if that's something else, you haven't necessarily fully exactly. understood yet. So even if Horace is wrong, right? Right. Well, Jesus came from that story. Well, the story of Jesus Christ is the exact story of Horace, mm-hmm. right? And but maybe about 13 or 14 other deities before Jesus Christ, but from the same story, mm-hmm. right? So my thing is, all right, if Horace is wrong, then that means all these other stories are wrong because they took from this. Mm-hmm. Just change the name, change the game a little bit. Pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then I have little issues with certain things about the Bible, which are piss petty. It's a lot of petty shit too, you know. <laughs> the whole um, um, Virgin Mary uh, story, you know, that came from you know 
I mean, Jesus came from the Virgin Mary, and then, and then that gets tricky. And then people say, well, Horus came from the Virgin, whatever. I say, yeah, but Africans dealt the symbolism. Right. Um, uh, Christianity was told that that happened for real. Mm-hmm. They tell you it's a, fact, it's a fact that this happened, that he came from her. And then, and then the other thing, the other thing, you know, he walked in water, he turned water into wine, and then he did other things. He made a gang of fish for a gang of niggas, right? And then, <laughs> you know, he did a gang. And, and, I, and, don't, and, and I always say, I always want to say, you, now you know me. I just talk like this, yeah, right? Of course, but the of people listening, I'm not trying to disrespect you no, Christ I hear you, at I all. Hear they you. just don't know me like that. So, no, I hear you. right? So, I got you. But yeah, it's it's all these things and stories that just don't sit right with me. And though I heard them all throughout the years, I was just told to believe it, mm-hmm. and I was told to just you know. Now, <clears throat> do I believe that God is not real? No, I don't. I believe I have a connection with God. I believe God spoke through me through, through me many mm-hmm. times in my life. Um, many times where I felt. Very clear what this was, mm-hmm. and 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 if it wasn't God, and it wasn't me, so, right. so I would I would attribute it to that, and then right. anything else, like you know, and it was very good information, so it wasn't the devil, right? Right, <laughs> right. And so, so you you spoke about faith, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how people's faith gets challenged, their belief systems get challenged, and really what that boils down to, what I've said all the time, the concept of faith itself is just very abstract, it's just like how you say, it, like you just I'm supposed to just believe that because faith. Mm-hmm. In order for faith to go from abstract to tangible, it's a matter of what you have faith in. Right. Right? And so you have faith that if you go to work every week, you're going to get this paycheck at the end of the week. Mm -hmm. And then every time you get paid, that, you know, legitimizes the faith that you keep going in every week. Mm -hmm. Now, you go a couple times and you don't get paid, you start questioning Mm -hmm. about what's going to happen with your check at the end of the week. Because I used to have faith in end of the week, get my check. Now that's not happening. It's challenging me. So, but then it's a it's a twist on that too. Mm-hmm. If, if we use that particular situation, mm-hmm. the difference is is that now, if I just believe that I'll get a job, say if I just sit down and believe that you know what God's gonna work it out for me, He's gonna give me a job, and I just sit on my ass and not go do nothing. You're literally not going to just get a job. Yeah, that's so, also not faith. That's ridiculous. Right, right. But see, that, <laughs> now, but that, but that would, that would, that would, right. First of all, <laughs> but that would depend on who is using this, like who, because right. because when you talk about certain people have faith in certain things, right? So, okay, like you say, you said faith without works is I forgot to say, it's dead. got it, faith right? Works is dead. Yeah. So, so you have to move on something, right? Like you know what I mean. You got, so when it comes to God having faith, and you have to still live a life of God, still live a. Uh, following the, in the footsteps of Christ mm-hmm. to get blessed with these things and mm-hmm. be covered and protected and you know giving the things right um, <laughs> which is another piece about it that another I'm, piece about I'm it right so, so right so my <laughs> thing is this so now let's take let's flip the whole board right let's take the atheist mm-hmm. right which is crazy I, it's, it's funny my mom and my sister um, asked me at least Two or three times each, am I atheist? And I, I, re- I hate the fact that they've done that because they totally don't understand my conversations. Where I was trying to, right. and after I tell them, no, I, your son believes in God. I love him. I live my life. They still text me later on and be like, do you believe in? I, you know. Anyway, but <laughs> that is hilarious, right? But that, but that speaks to this very um, kind of like dichotomic view of yeah. like all or nothing. You either, you either with all us it or not, or you wrong and you. Some that's all the right. way anti. Which, which let me know when I told them what I told them, they was like, "Yeah, right, nigga." Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah, like, and that, but you that say it, but the conversation from, we just had means. But that, come, right. but that comes from again from that place of feeling challenged and not really having a strong foundation that right. you already stand on. And this is not the same thing about about your right, family. Right, 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 but right. what I'm mm-hmm. saying is, if your if your foundation is shaky, um, with regard to you, we have your own questions. Mm-hmm. But maybe you have your own questions and 
your religion or the way it was presented to you tells you you can't ask questions. Right. And so now you're being challenged, but because you already had questions and you haven't been able to find those answers, you just, everything is knocking you off your footing. Everything's not Everything that's coming your way is knocking exactly. you off your footing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's no really no room for you. Sometimes for a lot of people, because they don't, I don't want to disappoint my mom because I, I was raised right. like this. This is what it is. And right. I got questions, but I don't want my mom to think. Mm-hmm. Or my religion says I can't ask questions. Or if I ask questions, my culture says they're going to kill me. Or mm-hmm. there's all these different elements um, that go along with it, mm-hmm. which is always what makes this the, really, the topic of religion very, very touchy because there are so many different layers and it's so right. complex and it, become, it becomes all of these things. And so... That that's the interesting part, and so you also mentioned earlier when we were talking about um, how when you watch the Kemetics and the the Moors and the Christians and the Muslims and the Nation of Islam and the Israelites and everybody mm-hmm. kind of going at it, and they're all going at it based on their belief, mm-hmm. and they're approaching a particular topic, whatever that may be, um, from their belief system, mm-hmm. right? And so it becomes this thing of like, well, I'm right, no, I'm right, no, I'm right, and it says this, and this is, and everybody's perspective is different. But what's interesting about it is, and this is without going all deep into like a biblical like study or whatever, but like there's an element um, where we talk about like the actual words, and it kind of ties back mm-hmm. into what we were talking about entering this podcast, which is we always look for the deeper meaning, right? So there's right. the actual word, mm-hmm. like this is what the words on the paper say. Mm-hmm. It says this, boom. And then you speaking of, you know, um, African culture being more um, speaking in symbolism. Mm -hmm. So these are the actual words. Here's what it says. And then in, you know, Christianity or in biblical studies, they call it the rhema word, which is like, what is your insight or deeper understanding of Mm -hmm. what that means for you specifically? Because we can read the same passage and have two different interpretations of exactly Mm -hmm. what that same passage means. And that's based on our individual interpretation of... What that is speaking to me, which is always going to be influenced by what I'm going through in the moment. Totally. So, you know, it, it when you start getting into that and then you're having a conversation with somebody else, it could be having a conversation with another Christian or another Muslim mm-hmm. or another somebody of your same faith mm-hmm. who reads from the same study book or whatever you're calling thing. it. Y'all can start arguing about that. And, and exactly. <laughs> and it really what it boils down to is my interpretation is going to be, is going to be what God is saying to me mm-hmm. as I read that word. Based on my situation, mm-hmm. my circumstances, and the things that are influencing how I am perceiving that thing today. Right. Because next week we might talk about the same passage, and depending on where I am in my life, and when I read we'll it and what it means yeah. to me, I could be having a whole nother stance. Yeah. And then you're going to call me crazy, because last week you said this. And I think that becomes the issue with mm-hmm. faith in general, yeah. is that it can seem like you don't know what you're talking about. Because last time you said this, and you're crazy, and you said it was this, and last right. time it was that, and da 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 So it becomes this moving thing that, which is why I think religion, any one religion, especially the old ancient, more ancient religions, mm-hmm. last through generations because any person who takes the time to investigate, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that, who, whatever the God is, whoever the God is, is going to be able to find some truth that speaks to them if that's what they're looking for. Right, 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 right. If you're mm-hmm. looking to go in and read it and be like, see, I told you this was some rubbish, I told you this is some yeah, nonsense, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you are going to be you like... start picking it apart, right? Yeah, you start... So it mm-hmm. all depends on your approach. It all depends on your perspective. It all depends on your circumstances. It all depends on these influences, whether they be familial influences, cultural influences, mm-hmm. um, ideological influences... Whatever, all of those things are going to impact whatever you pull from this right. sentence or this right. passage or this page or this chapter or this book or this whatever, right? So mm-hmm. that's what I think 
it becomes a battle and an issue, which ultimately is why at the end of the day, what we need as people Mm -hmm. is standards. We need structures. We need boundaries. We need things, foundational things that we're going to base our decisions on. Right. And that is what I think religion provides, and it is your choice as a as a person to which one makes the most sense mm-hmm. to you, which one you think you can follow, which one, whatever that mm-hmm. is. And I think what we need to remove from that is the judgment of, and if you choose a different one, you're wrong or bad. Yeah, that's when it becomes tricky because I think, like you said, most of the deities, most of the larger ones, mm-hmm. the gods that we all pray to in different religions come from one common story. Right. So if they're all pulling elements of one common story, mm-hmm. then on some level, there's an underlying thing like that ties like them together. Right. They're right. really always talking about love mm-hmm. and forgiveness and compassion and service and all these kind of very common mm-hmm. themes where a lot of times there's other elements that things tie in and we're like, that's crazy. But for the most part, if we're talking about conceptually and we're talking about mm-hmm. symbolism, there's really only a few things that we're dealing with here. And that's, that's actually, uh, right. My journey of finding out, researching and, find out my truth or how I live in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always felt like the things I believe in is going to come from different things. Mm-hmm. Um, like an eclectic approach. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. because I, I refuse to um, live my life in fear. I'm going to talk about, I'm not talking about spiritual and religion, right? Mm-hmm. I refuse to live my life in fear. I'm going to go with what feels right to me. Mm-hmm. And then as I live in the comfort of that, then I'll just be fine. Where it gets tricky is what you said at the end too. That's what you said. And, and believe this or hellfire. Right. Like, and then, so now we have, now we're now this is a whole nother game. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if, if I, if I, I use the atheist thing, right. Mm-hmm. So what I was saying was you take an atheist, they just don't believe in God. They just like, look, man, I just don't believe God, whatever. But, and they live their life just like quote unquote good people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Love one another, sharing, got a family, caring, t- um, teach their kids how to be great people, mm-hmm. um, do all the quote-unquote things that mm-hmm. would technically get you into heaven, or, heaven. Your or, or your heaven, depending on what you know, what whoever believes in what, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, I, I said, you got to tell me that the same God <clears throat> that that is the most compassionate, mm-hmm. like if, if but if he is. The true definition of unconditional love for his people. Mm-hmm. Um, most compassionate. Like, the greatest of all things. Like, mm-hmm. why would that friend go to hell for that? Right. And I'm talking about, not in, if I'm not talking to you, I'm talking about right. like somebody who would believe in, if you don't believe this, it's hellfire. Right. Or if you don't believe this, it's hellfire for you. And Muslims and Christians going at it. If you don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God, then... That was straight up hellfire for you. You're going to hell. And then Muslims, well, they wasn't the son of God. He was a prophet. So for them, they're like, well, y'all, y'all going to hell then. And then they're like, well, y'all have it wrong because y'all are worshiping two different, you know, like two different right. gods, two different high powers, or whatever. Uh, and God, they say you can't serve two different gods, whatever. Right. So and that's just two, mm-hmm. you know. Um, why would he do that? Like, why would why would that why would that guy or that girl go to hell? Why would that happen? Because in my mind, as far as what I believe, my God wouldn't do that to them. You know what right. I mean? Exactly. My God wouldn't do that to Your them. Your God would cast that sin, as we would see it as a sin, yeah. right? We would cast that sin into the sea of forgiveness. Exactly. Deep into the sea of forgiveness. Deep. Right. It's exactly. to that sea, right. right? And so, and then, you know, I, that's a great question. That's a great, that's a great but question. But in the Bible, it's, it's, but, but see, that's the thing. And in the book, though, mm-hmm. 
which which would be law for mm-hmm. for Christians or the Quran for was the Torah for whatever, right? So in the book, word that word is law, mm-hmm. right? And that law doesn't change, mm-hmm. right? So that's where it gets tricky, because yeah, what I think is what I think, mm-hmm. but. In the book, that law, does, which I don't necessarily subscribe to that, but mm-hmm. the book, is, it's law. Mm-hmm. Like, that book says, no, that person is going to hell. Right. And my friend, Lady who I love to death, she's going to hell because she's gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, th- oof, this is... That's this tricky, is, too. This is about to be a rabbit hole, but I... <laughs> because, because... Why would he do that? Why, like, because why would, why would he, you no. say that you've given us free will? Why would you say... That you, some of the a lot of the different things that basically imply that we have choices. He says, right. "Well, I've laid before mm-hmm. you, right? Like choices, basically." And then say, "But if you don't choose me, you go in hell." Well, that's not really a choice. That's not. That's really, really yeah. you kind of like punking me. It's right, that's right, right, not right. really. That's what not really a choice. It's not. It, how is really it free will? We know what happens. <laughs> right. Like now, right. if you just let us fly, hey man, y'all can go rock out, handle y'all business. Then we luck out and we live a good life. Then cool, <laughs> I get into heaven. You didn't because you did some bullshit. Or, or, whatever, you didn't know. or whatever. But once you lay the rules, yeah. it's like, no, there ain't no choice. It's like, if you go through that door, it's three vicious pit bulls that ain't going to kill you. But you can go out the back door and there's flowers and sunshine and candy. Right. Whatever. <laughs> like, I'm for sure going, that's not a choice. It's like, you just said it. Like, it's like an extra thing. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to go through the back door. But I'm absolutely going to go through the back door. <laughs> what do you mean? So, that, that's where I'm having my, I'm having yeah. some of my problems is, but one thing I'm learning too as I get older and, and I start to, trying to research more and my mind starts to expand, I'm trying to learn more is I need to just stop listening to people. No, I don't mean that in essence of literally like right, right, right. all people, but be, you like, don't have to subscribe to everything you hear. No, I you don't, don't have to man. Adapt that's to that's that crazy. Yeah, to me. no, you, of course. And it I'm is. like, no, I don't want to think that. Is. And I'm like, and I'm not even, it was crazy. I'm not even atheist or gay. And, or, or any other thing that says you're going to hell for sure if you're this. Right. Or whatever. Like, yeah, um, but that's, see, that, that, that's like, the what part. if I was them? That I feel part. bad being me. Like, what if I was them? Yeah. Like, how do they deal with that shit? Right. And then they. And that's, that's a good, you know what, though? There's a whole, like, religion, if you will, quote unquote, um, Dedicated specifically to dealing with that. Right. Dealing, dedicating specifically to people having self-hate mm-hmm. because they show up as a thing that they have been told, whether by religion or culture or society or right. their parents or whatever thing that they allow to govern their belief of who, they're, who they are and how they identify. They've allowed that thing to, to, to govern their self-identity mm-hmm. and therefore tell them that they are wrong or bad for right. showing up as that. And really absolutely hate themselves and live their entire life and to right. me to me mm-hmm. that is what hell is that's, not a fiery that, place that, that you hell. go to after you die but a thing that you live throughout your life right. based on the choices you make mm-hmm. based on the cognitions that have either been given to you or that you've created through experience or whatever that is and to me mm-hmm. that's what hell is Definitely. you don't wait to die to go to heaven or hell you no, experience you, it right you, as you, you live the whole here life. And it's either like, one or the other. Right. You live your whole life doing something it. you did not want to do. Yeah. Like when it comes when it comes to um if I'm not mistaken, didn't Donnie McClurkin say he used to be uh, Okay, see I've I keep hearing that but I've never actually read heard it. it or read it or whatever. Let's say if he did. But okay, yeah, so I wanna put that on old Donnie, but let's say <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Clerkin's actually getting married uh, by the way, which apparently resurfaced right. that conversation. Right. People right. were like, wait a minute. Right, you were Does you know, this lady know but the, you know, right about yesteryear. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, but my thing is like, so, so you used to be gay, mm-hmm. right? Which to me, it isn't an on and off switch. 
right? right. To me, I don't think it's the on and off right. switch, right? Um, if you were experimenting as a child coming up or a teen or whatever the fuck, a girl, adult, you can fucking experiment, right? Right. And you were just doing shit because you're open to a lot of different things. <laughs> that's one thing, right. right? I can't see, and, and I don't know. And I have it wasn't me. I didn't do it, so I don't know, really know. But how do you how do you be gay? Right. You're a man who likes men. Mm-hmm. Uh, even as a youngin, you like boys, and you came up, and you like men, and then. But your religion told you hellfire mm-hmm. for this, so you suppressed it, and now it's. You suppress you suppressed it almost like, and I hate to use this. Um, I hate to use this uh, 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 analogy, but I'm using something very deep in the pit for people that people suppress. So you suppressed it almost like a girl would suppress or a child would play, suppress a molestation memory. Okay. Right. So because uh, because it takes a large part of you, mm-hmm. right. Um, and, and I'm not comparing the two at all. Right. I don't want to confuse anybody. I'm not. I don't hate anyway. That's not right. That's right. Shit. But, example. I yeah. So you suppressed it mm-hmm. so much. <clears throat> the thing about it is, though, you can't forget. See, even with child molestation, I had a I had a um, a friend in the past mm-hmm. who who uh, you know they they seen a movie and that movie it, it was a racing that movie triggered. Some the shit that they forgot is. about. Some shit happened when they were like twelve. Okay. Or like no, actually like five or six or something like mm-hmm. that. And it was horrible. Okay. Horrible to just one day turn out and then you remember that and you it comes back to you one day as an adult, right. right? And it's horrible. So that was suppressed to somewhere in the deepest, darkest corners of her body, and then she put it away till she damn near forgot. Right. And then something was like, boom, here it go again, mm-hmm. right? I don't think you can tuck gay like that. Like tuck it away. Tuck it away like that. I don't, like because like, okay. I'm like, look. You know you like men right. or women. Like, look, man, that's your thing. I'm way past the immature days of joking about certain shit. You know, live your life. Live your life how you want to live your life. Right. Because I'd be more on your ass if you <laughs> didn't want to do that. And I know you was that. No pun intended. <laughs> you got get that straight, right? <laughs> you know, now that that's all cleaned up. Uh, <laughs> but well, yeah, I'll be more. I'll be more on your more on your ass. Like if, if you was just like, hey. And I'm like, no, dude, you need to be who you are. Right. Or or, or the hunger or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that's hell. I, man, look, it's hard enough being, let me tell you, me being a rapper, coming from where I come from, raised how I was raised, it was hard enough trying to keep gangbanging out of my raps without trying to look like the gangbanger. Right. So I had to tell these stories where I was in the middle of them, but I wasn't the guy. Right. Right. So I always made sure I gave him a name, a character, a name. I did that. Strategically to keep myself out of the gangster persona right. because I wasn't a gangster. That wasn't my life. Right. I didn't live that. I don't have that kind of life. So I'm not a killer. I'm not that nigga, right? right? So it was a hard enough time doing that. And that's nothing came after that. Right. Like, you know, no. I mean? I'm just a storyteller. Right. Um, but I, I dealt with things just dealing with that. So I, I could imagine how the hard how hard it is to be this and act like you're not that because something you read said you're going to hell. Right. Well, the person you are out the gate. The person you are out the gate, right? Mm-hmm. It, because if you're talking to somebody who said they've been like this, how do I tell you you haven't, right? Right. But the person, if you were born out the gate feeling like this, you like this, you like, if you're a girl who likes girls or a guy who likes girls, then you read a book and this the faith and religion God. said, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. You're like, what kind of cursed ass shit is that? Why was I born? Right. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The example you're giving 
I totally understand. Uh-huh. And it is makes sense in the context of somebody who's just flat out suppressing this thing and not mm-hmm. dealing with it and being like, okay, I'm just not going to be that because somebody's I'm not supposed to be. But the flip side of that, if you're going to talk about being born gay, mm-hmm. I think, and we're talking about gay homosexuality as mm-hmm. a sin, mm-hmm. I think in the argument that I have made in the past, particularly and especially when that gentleman, remember that video when he was like, I am delivered! Right, right, and he right. was right, whatever. Right. So... I had this conversation. He was delighted. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? But here's the thing. Like, I had this conversation when that video came out Mm -hmm. and it surfaced and and people were saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just all of a sudden be not gay. But here's the thing. If we're saying that homosexuality is a sin and that everybody has different proclivities to sin in different ways, Mm -hmm. right? And and the belief, if you're a Christian, is that we're all sinners and we all have our different bends Mm -hmm. and, and things that we do, transgressions and whatnot then if I can believe that somebody was once upon a time a drug addict mm-hmm. and went to rehab or went to jail or whatever happened and then had a time to find God, find themselves, be delivered from that particular taste, quote unquote, mm-hmm. then why can't I also believe that a person can choose to say, I no longer want to be this mm-hmm. and take that to God, mm-hmm. pray about it, do whatever, and feel like they've been truly delivered from it. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that they won't have temptations the same way somebody might have an opportunity to go back on drugs and they may relapse or right. on alcohol and they may relapse and whatever other thing and that they, they know. I know my limitations. Right. I used to be an alcoholic. I'm not anymore. I've been delivered. Mm-hmm. I've gone through the process, 12 steps or whatever that was for me, whatever that looked like. But I also know I can't go to a bar because mm-hmm. I'm not going to play myself. Right. 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 So if I am Donnie McClurkin or, or whomever mm-hmm. else, if we're going to use this example, mm-hmm. Suppressing it and just lying to yourself and saying I'm just not going to deal with it—that's one thing, and that's not—that's right, right. not the way to deal with anything. Right, right, right. Right, like mm-hmm. I'm not just going to be like, you know, I can't just like you said, I'm the on and off switch. Mm-hmm. I have to face it and deal with it. So if I am a person who is struggling with homosexuality, then and and when I say struggling, I I acknowledge it right. as a struggle. struggle Meaning right, right. I'm not out here just living it up and I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling guilty because right. somebody told me it was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm saying because I genuinely don't want it for myself. That's that's mm-hmm. the difference too. Because we often, we, often, we oftentimes will look at crack addicts or whoever else mm-hmm. and we place on them that it's bad and they shouldn't be. They right. living it up. They loving it. Teeth right. gone, all that. They right, chilling. Right, right, right. And we're right. the ones looking at it and saying you're addicted bad. to something right. and it's bad. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I'm not talking about the people who are homosexual and loving it and living their lives and they in their relationships and they right. in love. and they, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the person who says mm-hmm. to themselves for whatever reason they don't want it. Whether it's because they genuinely don't, or it's because the Bible told them they shouldn't, or their mama said they shouldn't, mm-hmm. or whatever the reason is, they're deciding for mm-hmm. themselves, I don't want this. Right. And I'm willing to do what it takes to not be it, to not show up as this, to not have this struggle anymore. Right. And they pray about it, and they do whatever. Why can we believe that somebody can be delivered from alcoholism or drug abuse or whatever other thing, but not seem to accept the fact that somebody can choose to no longer want to be gay and also take that to God and God can deliver them too. If we believe that God is the almighty, all powerful, can Mm -hmm. do all things. And this person is genuinely saying, I don't want this. Why do we struggle as other people, outsiders looking in, Uh believing that they can genuinely be delivered from that? I think because uh, one, one thing, everybody doesn't believe that God is all powerful or even exists. That's one thing, right? Right. Well, I mean, for the people who, for who, do. Do, who do. Right, right, right. Okay. Now, then you have different variations of what people believe in what God is, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, a lot of us believe in the Most High, but the Most High stretched. The reason why we say the Most High can stretch across a lot of different religions. Absolutely. Right? So, a lot of rules may be different in different mm-hmm. religious parts. But if we talk about Christianity and Muslims, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, where it gets tricky is, is that 
Some do believe that you can be delivered. Mm-hmm. Some, right. you know what I mean? Me, not not so. Uh, well, no, I'm not gonna say I don't. Um, yeah, I think anything's possible when you're mm-hmm. dealing with humans um, and, and, and evolution and life and as the day goes on and growth and your mind. You know what I mean? Uh, your experiences. You choose. You choose. Right? So, so I'll use this. <clears throat> I just think that some people. Are the way they are. Let me explain what I mean by that. That's kind of broad. Let me explain what I mean by that. So, I believe there's a person for everything, mm-hmm. right? I think that we were all on this earth, and and even some of your worst people do not have a problem. They just are that. Like there's just uh, there's just those type of people. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like if you take a killer, mm-hmm. right? Who's a straight up killer, mm-hmm. like a Dexter. You watch Dexter? I'm familiar. But you're familiar, right? Yeah. You know, he's he, he, he has a, a thirst for killing, so he learned how to just kill bad people. Right. To to, to he that way he's for his own, his own thirst and then and sanity. You kill all bad people. You kill, you feed your thirst, feed your hunger, and then you kill bad people to make it justifiable in your life, kinda, of, right? Like a vigilante kind like, of Exactly. It's exactly what it is, right? Like a vigilante type right. of thing. So so when it comes to um someone who had Anything. I don't want to keep. I don't want people to think I'm putting gay in this bad box. No, no, I'm no, not. no. But I but mean, it's an issue that we're dealing with right now. Right. So for any type of people, I think there's just people who are this. When you struggle, if you're struggling mm-hmm. with who you are, we're not talking about chemical reactions to things. Like when I say a drug, when you say mm-hmm. drugs or alcohol or whatever the case, mm-hmm. even stress. Mm-hmm. Right. Stress would drive you crazy and make mm-hmm. you insane. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's your body chemically reacting to different things in your mind mm-hmm. and thoughts. Right. So um, um, when it comes to um, something that you are, if you're born, if you feel like because only you would know, mm-hmm. you know, that this is who you are. You're fighting who you are mm-hmm. because of whatever reasons, mm-hmm. society, uh, you know, your friends will kill you if they found out whatever. <laughs> uh, your mom's a disown you. Get you some new friends, you. man. Right, if you know, they doing that. You know, all, all kind of things, whatever. <laughs> right. it's, you know, or or your religion will kill you. Right. Or where you live, they will kill you for real. Right. You know, um, um, depending on what country you live in, all kind of shit, all right? That. Mm-hmm. So, it might be different, all kind of fears. Or, you might be looking around and be like, I know I feel like I like men, but... I don't think I'm supposed to because everybody's supposed to be with. I'm looking or at everybody. Or I want kids one day and I feel like I'm yeah, or I want a kids one day and I know that doesn't happen to this. But inside, I like men, mm-hmm. right? As this guy would do. I said it because sound bites to have me on some. I like men. <laughs> That's it, right? No, 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 no. Anybody can chop this up. Oh, hey, right. you had said, but anyway, look. Uh, <laughs> but so okay. So my my point my point is um um if you are who you are. Sometimes the struggle is letting go of the fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I believe a lot of people do. I believe when you see, when you hear about serial killers, whether famous or not, somebody let go of the fight. Right. Somebody knew, somebody in mind, it was somebody in their mind, was, it was, they knew it was bad to, as far as society standards and rules go, it was bad to kill people. Okay. Right? And they got to a point like, I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm just going to be a killer. And that's or, just it. Or, and that's just it. I'm a, remember Ted Bundy used to uh, uh, kidnap the women. And charm them. Charm them. All that, whatever. Have sex with them or kill them and then have sex with them, mm-hmm. which was his own little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are, and we want to say sick or crazy. And I'm like, yeah, that would be kind of like a definition of ours. Sick and what crazy is. But Ted Bundy is 
of the Ted Bundy packs in the world, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like there, there, he's there just are a, multiples of him. He's just a killer. People just do that. Yeah. The rules of a good person were set by us. Very subjective, though. Very subjective. Very subjective. Right? It's so, very culturally influenced. Exactly. All of that. Just like beauty standards. All of that. All of those things. All those things are, are set by... All this society set all these things on people. So I think a lot of times the struggle and the fight comes from what happens around, what you see around you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember my mom, my homegirl said that her mom used to put her in dresses as a youngin', and she said, and she remember the first time she ever liked somebody, she was five. She liked the girl next door. Mm-hmm. Whatever. She remember she never forget her name and everything. Told me five. She said she never in her life ever looked at a boy sexually or anything. Mm-hmm. She said she obviously knew that what she felt was not of the popular thing mm-hmm. because she looked around and everybody was together and boyfriend, right. girlfriend, whatever. She was like, I don't care. I like them. Right. So her mom used to try to dress her in dress, dresses. I try to dress it for mom, and then even to her, it looked weird because my my whole everything was not girly. It's not that, it right? Not that, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, and then she grew up and did, you know, she was always comfortable in her skin. Though. I'm sure mm-hmm. she went through some struggles right. on the lower here and there, or whatever. But she just what she like was, we all like, do. Yeah. right? But my thing is, you know, I think the fight deals with that. The fight is fighting who you are. Like, why do I have to fight? Why do I have to fight my sexuality? So, like, so here's the thing about here's the thing about that. Mm-hmm. So if we're gonna use this this example and, and kind of going back to mm-hmm. it, I think the reason why homosexuality and transgender and all these things I think really is like wh- why we struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a number of reasons, right? But and if we're gonna do a relative example, and we talked about like being born that way, mm-hmm. right? So I think that everybody who has a certain procliv- proclivity. Or bend towards a certain thing is born that way, but it's a matter of a trigger of a thing that allows us to acknowledge or experience that thing. So, for instance, the person who becomes an addict was always an addict, but it didn't manifest until they tried the drug the first time, right? Or kind of like they had per- addictive nature. Yeah, they they were already mm. they were yeah they're whatever was going to happen that was going to trigger them to because there are people who literally are just. Weekend cokeheads, and they do it on the weekend for fun, and then they go to work on Monday, and everything's fine. They're not addicted to it. They're mm. not craving it. It doesn't ruin their whole lives mm. and their families. They can literally do it at a party on Friday night, be high right. as hell, wake up not high anymore, it's out of mm. their system, and be done. And they're not craving it. They're not right, knocking right. on somebody's door, selling the VCR. They're not doing that. You not know a lot what of I mean? Crackheads though. No, 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 well, no, that's no, some no. different. I don't know. <laughs> no, but, um, but you know but what I'm right. saying? Like there <laughs> right. are there are people who ain't no. I can, just do crystal meth here and there. Right. Just I dabble. No, this is. Thing right, no, so <laughs> so what I'm saying is, if we're talking about that, or if we're talking about um, a killer, we talk about Dexter, and even mm-hmm. that is contextual because you mm-hmm. talk about Dexter, and it's kind of like mm, karmic vigilante. You're a detective, I think, right? He was a yeah, detective on the show, expert, huh? and so it was like, okay, we we got that that person was bad. Okay, you killed him. It's not so. It's horrible, but not so much. Right, 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 right. But then you talk about somebody like Saw, for mm-hmm. instance, which I don't watch because I'm scared of scary movies. Right, right, but. The way I understand it, it was a guy who was dying, and he saw people who had their lives who were being who, not appreciative, not appreciative right, of whatever right. he thought they had, and mm-hmm. he felt like not fair. Mm-hmm. I'm dying, you're alive, and you're a horrible person. I'm going to torture you. Mm-hmm. And I think most people see that, and they're like, "This dude is nuts." Right. And they're not calling him Dexter. They're right. not making the two interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Although, in their minds, as individuals, mm-hmm. they are, if you're going to call them, mm-hmm. one of the same. People who see other people mm-hmm. that they perceive to be doing bad things mm-hmm. and say, you don't deserve to live. or And so I'm going to make it my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it upon myself to punish you. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But people don't see Dexter and Saul as the same. They no. think, Saul, you're a goddamn maniac. Yeah. Dexter 
crazy, but we get it. Right. Right? And so it's all about context and presentation, all of these different things, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we're talking about homosexuality, it's a thing where you experience it at a young age, whereas maybe you don't have access to coke at a young age. And Mm -hmm. so you don't know. Right. And so you don't know that you've always been a cokehead mm. until you try it and you and now you out here. You, mm. But you know because you experience homosexuality, the urges or whatever on the inside. Yeah. And so you're much more aware of it from an early age, which right. is why people can say I was born this way. Right. Most people are not going to say I was born. I was born on coke. I was born. You know, they don't right. know that they were born that right. way. So they can't have that same kind of. I don't want to call it an excuse, but they can't have that same reasoning or that same mm. logic or that same explanation for why, quote unquote, they are the way they right. are. And, you know, all of these different things. And so it becomes this kind of, particularly when we're talking about um, this kind of on-off switch of homosexuality, you you can't, like, there's no, and there's no turning back from that. So we talk mm. about, like, women who experiment or do whatever and Mm -hmm. we're like oh she kissed a girl in college okay or whatever Mm -hmm. right and that's a little bit more we're more fluid sexually fluid women are because Mm -hmm. it's like oh that's kind of sexy kind of feminine still yeah but there's nothing that another woman can do to me with whatever toys tools whatever that a man can't do so we're talking about two men right there's like a point of no return that Mm -hmm. if you engage in sexual behavior to men You can't come back from that and be like, oh, this one to see. I didn't really like right. that. That was cool. You right. still had something that happened that you can't reverse. Right. Like that. That. But that's how. That's not see, going nowhere. But that would be the. Now that would be the. Right. Uh, <laughs> but that would be the double standard. Though. Of course. Right, right, of right, course. Right, 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 but that's what I'm saying about. Right, right, like, whereas we don't do that with men and women. We yeah, don't go. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was a cokehead, but. You know, it's, right, right, yeah, right, 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 right. but he, on the other hand, like we don't do that. Yeah, and this is what makes me know right, right. that that whole discomfort with it mm-hmm. is really coming from a place that we've not identified yet, which mm-hmm. is why we're still having this big struggle and whatever right, about it. Right. Because it's so much deeper than just the thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the way it manifests and the way people can talk about it is much different from any other thing that we experience. Mm-hmm. Because usually if we're talking about a serial killer, they probably was killing animals and doing something wild when they was a kid like that we didn't, or right. I don't know his backstory, well, but you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Even that's contextual. Because if I come up in the country where hunting is a thing mm-hmm. and I like can't wait to go hunt every weekend and you thinking that's dope right, because right. I'm teaching you how to hunt and all that. But really I have this thirst for murdering live mm-hmm. things. That's not coming out. Right. Because in the context of a family that hunts, mm-hmm. I'm doing the family thing. Right. So there's all these pieces that come into play when we're talking about how we view a particular sin, if we're going to call it that, or proclivity, or bend, or lean, or whatever that mm-hmm. is, which we all have, but some are just becoming, or have become, much more socially acceptable, right, or they're yeah, easier right. to hide, or right. cover up, or all of these things. And so it becomes this conversation of like... Again, mm-hmm. a very subjective idea of what's good or bad or wrong or right, right. Because at the end of the day, similar to what you said earlier, there are people who do all things. Mm-hmm. And you're just that. And that's just your thing. And that's just how you show up. And that's how you do. Yeah. That's how you operate. And that's just you. And I don't get to call it wrong or bad because that's based on my my foundation for what that means. Right, right. It may make sense for you. Mm-hmm. And if that's your intention in life and that's your path and that's where you want to go and what you want to do and mm-hmm. how you want to be, I can't call that wrong or bad based on what I would do. 
right. how I would live, right. what I think is right. But you can't. But it's just yeah. It's but just, I don't get to impose right, right, that right, right, on you. Right, and, right, that's, right, and that's right, what right. I'm saying about when we get back to the mm. conversation about religion, and everybody has their different foundations and beliefs and understandings of what they should and should not do, what's mm-hmm. wrong or right, what's moral or immoral, or heaven or hell or whatever. However, you want to mm-hmm. categorize the things. That's based on a set of beliefs that you have chosen for you. Right. That right, you right. don't get to walk around the world and determine that every other however many seven billions of people in the world <laughs> right. get to think like you think. Right. Like that's not how this operates. It's not, not how it goes. And so then it becomes an issue of how much of this do I get to deal with for me, choose for me, live for mm-hmm. me, experience for me, and then be okay with however you choose to do for that's you. That's how you find the and peace. And still figure out how you and I can interact and still for the larger, greater scheme of things, mm-hmm. operate in a world that we are both responsible for showing up and imparting our whatever we have to bring to the table on. Right, 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 right. And appreciating Definitely that even if you do whatever you do, mm-hmm. you still bring something to the table that we need. You need to be here mm-hmm. for you something. Find a, you find a piece in that. You find a piece in and, and when you when you when you latch on to anything or or, 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 or anything going on in your life when you just live your life and when you come to grips that people just are the way they are sometimes and then you just you, you find a comfort in that. Like, okay. Like first you, you might know the you might know the the homegirl might be a thief. You know right. she's a thief. Right. You're like, man, that's homegirl. I would let her in my house. Right. I, I love her to death. That's like, what she, she does. That's what she she steals shit. So I wouldn't leave nothing out around her, but I love her and we can hang, right? Right. Right. So, right. And so, that's it. it. It's funny. So like a um like a conversation me and you were having before, we talk about people and the, the way they are. We were talking about uh, um, relationships, men and women, and 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 um, oh, and our friend Lashonda. Shout out to Lashonda. Shout out to Lashonda, <laughs> who was in town. Yeah, um, great, great time. Uh, delicious damn brunch. I must say, so man, myself. listen, <laughs> that that damn waffle, <laughs> bro. Like, I can't, I can't even. Function when I think about like, listen, this churro waffle. We and we had an idea, and I don't want to spill the beans because I think we're gonna work it out. We're gonna have it, but 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 Luck and I might be doing something in the future, and it's gonna be <laughs> delicious. And I'm talking about literally delicious. Okay, so please stay tuned for that. Goodness, that waffle. <laughs> no, but but yeah, yeah. As far as as far as the, uh, what I do want to get into though is you know about that, just about the whole conversation we have about men and women and. Um, relationships and maybe why uh, we're having so much trouble in relationships as far as you know people more people not people not being in relationships or people are not everybody's dealing with um, infidelity and mm-hmm. all these things like that and and I haven't I have as far as my how my mind works <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see this like grin smirky because that yeah. face changed up <laughs> as far as how I think <laughs> I think I may know a reason why this happens so much, but you know, it's not going to be a popular opinion amongst women. Um, you know, so yeah, that's all right. But we are out of time for today, unfortunately, because I know this is about to be good. But that's good because that means it's going to be coming up with a part two because we're definitely going to talk about this uh, bad luck theory about why relationships are failing these days or fail. I don't know. Failing again. We talked about relative meanings. Maybe it didn't fail. You know, maybe maybe it worked exactly the way it was supposed to work. And maybe I don't know. Everybody's opinion and, you know, perception of what happened. 
Somebody thought it failed. Somebody thought it went damn well. So I don't know. It depends. But make sure you tune in because we will. I will be bringing him back for part two. We will be talking about this love thing. What is this love thing all about? What is this love thing all about? <laughs> and we're going to get Lux's opinion. And ladies, be ready because he already told you. He already gave you the warning. You might not like it. That's all right. We, we open here, right, to hear everything. So thank you so much for joining me. Before you go, make sure you give out all your social media. I know you have a lot going on. You got your own podcast, Bad Looks Cookout. I Let's do. talk about that. I do. Um, I have my, uh, my podcast, Bad Looks Cookout. It's on Dash Radio. It airs uh, every Friday from 2 to 4 Pacific. And uh, on Sunday, again, um, from 5 to 7. Um, check me out, man. You can get the Dash Radio app. It's free. <laughs> it's definitely free. I know people like to hear free. Right. And uh, just check those shows out. And my social media, man, is just me being a clown. So, Bad Luck 354, B-A-D-L-U-C-C 354 on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, just check me out. And holler at me. Send questions in, jokes, whatever, or just chop it up with me. Man, this dude, get ready, because if you follow him, he's going to act a fool. <laughs> he's going to act a fool. But it's, it's all good. I'm excited. Thank you so much for joining me on Real Matters of the Heart. You are now listening to Local Astronauts Radio. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joy Hearts, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S. And like I said, we will be coming back for part two of this conversation, talking about men and women and relationships and why shit is just shaky right now shit is real shaky especially if you in la shout out to all my la folks out here these single folks trying to date it's a struggle out here (laughs) y'all so until next time thank you so much thank you for listening to real matters of the heart where we say life is all about chances and you can determine how many you take but not how many you get see you next time